BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. So nice to see sunny skies, isn't it? Oh my it's god, such a difference! And I know, I know, friends in Florida, we have no right no to right. complain. No right, no right to complain. We're not complaining. Um, but we're just taking note of the fact s- that the s- Saturday, what, what Sunday, that, Monday, what is that Tuesday, coming through the window. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all rain, just all rain, and miserable. Yeah. I feel miserable when I'm in that kind of of weather. Uh, we don't have the death and destruction that they have in Florida and the billions of dollars of loss. But it, it's just nice that it's a sunny day and it's nice that the weather is going to be spectacular because we have company coming to town. <laughs> a lot of you tomorrow for the unconvention. Cannot wait for that. It is going to be so exciting. So if you're traveling to Philadelphia today or tomorrow morning early Godspeed, travel safe, can't wait to see you. Looking forward to a really special day tomorrow. And of course, you know, now at Smirconish.com, not only do you get my 20 hand-selected aggregated links, like these are the things I think you ought to read or at least peruse, scan the headlines and the lead so that you're dialed in on a balanced basis. But every day there's one story that is given a prominent position on the homepage at Smirconish.com. How could it be anything other than what I selected from the Philadelphia Citizen that speaks of the unconvention? Quote, the most radical thing about the unconvention, Michael Smirconish is co-hosting at the National Constitution Center on Friday with the Bipartisan Policy Center and Unite America, may be just exactly how unradical it intentionally is. The CNN anchor, Sirius XM radio host, explains it this way. There never seems to be a gathering of people who are not at the ideological ends of the spectrum. Well, what about us? The silent majority, the exhausted majority, the 42% who are not D's or R's, but I's. Smirkanish and his partners have created a day-long examination of ideas and solutions that speak to the middle of the American political spectrum. Speakers include former RNC chair Michael Steele, State Representative Jordan Harris, Princeton professor Eddie Glaude Jr., retired USN Admiral, and I would add NATO Supreme Allied Commander James Stavridis, Along with journalists, academics, community organizers, and election reformers, the event takes place October 7. It is free to attend virtually. And, of course, you can listen to my program broadcast from the Unconvention. You, If you're coming to the Unconvention, you can even come and join me and watch TC and me tomorrow as I deliver a three-hour program followed by my colleague and friend Steve Scully, who will do likewise. And if you're at home... 
and you're not part of the live crowd, that's all right. You're going to get to hear it all. And you can also be a virtual delegate because I just need to underscore, I'm delivering a normal radio, well, not exactly normal because I'm going to make a speech semi-normal in the first hour. Small details. Yeah, but the second and third hour of the program will largely be business as usual tomorrow. If you want to know what's going on on the main stage, you can watch all that virtually. Yeah, it's going to be really there's going to be a lot going on. You know, can I say one thing that I'm surprised hasn't gotten more pick Please. up, more attention in other media is that your panel discussion tomorrow afternoon, when is it? Two o'clock, one forty-five, two. Yes. Yeah. Uh, with Jeff Zucker, former head of CNN, and Phil Griffin, former head of MSNBC, these two gentlemen do not come out and play. And they have not been seen or heard from in a while. And the three of you, I cannot imagine, won't make news tomorrow. But I just think it's really interesting that I haven't seen that uh, previewed. I could not agree with you more. I can't wait for it that. It is. I, I mean, have and maybe, no pressure. Maybe, TC, we're just too dialed too into in. the whole media sure. world. I mean, if you're going to explore, if you're going to explore polarization in the country and why stuff can't get done, you have to talk about the media. And if you're going to talk about the media, who better than to have the former president of CNN International and the former president of MSNBC? And, and, And when I invited each of them, they said yes right away. So you're absolutely right that I don't think Jeff has said anything since leaving CNN at the end of last year. I haven't seen him anywhere unless it's page six and they catch him going in and out of an SUV. Right. You know what I mean? I do know And, what and you Phil mean. Griffin, the same thing. Yeah. Like when I when I invited Phil midsummer, he's like, I'm out here in Wyoming. OK. I mean, <laughs> so I like, OK. All right. All right. So, to Philly. yeah, I think that will the whole day is so diverse. Yeah. In terms of subject matter and speaker, it, it should be uh, it should be great. But you're right. You're absolutely it's, it's right. It's not going to be dull. I will give you that. Yesterday, TC, I think this was like a a weekday record for voting at Smirconish.com on the poll question. See, we told you we were going to make it easier for you. Will the abortion claim doom Herschel Walker's candidacy? 16,548 votes were cast. The no votes were 55.58%. I'll talk about Herschel a little bit later. Uh, There's an update in that regard. Now, the woman who says that he paid for her abortion says, oh, guess what? A couple of years later, I actually had his child. I actually had his child. So whether that's one of those of Herschel Walker's offspring that we already knew about, I don't know. Unclear. But I want to talk about today's poll question. It requires a little bit of an explanation. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com.
Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Did OPEC plus cut oil production, hoping to politically harm Biden and the Democrats? I, I, I think I should say the football just took another bounce. And those of you who listen regularly know that I draw this comparison between campaigns such as the midterm cycle and the erratic bounce of a pigskin. OPEC Plus is a cartel headed by Saudi Arabia and Russia. I didn't know this. I looked this up. I'm I'm not expert in this regard, but I can tell you there are 24 OPEC Plus oil producing countries, and they just had their first meeting in person since the pandemic, since COVID. The outcome, they cut 2 million barrels of oil production per day, which equals about, oddly, 2%, 2 million is 2% of global oil production. The world consumes about 100 million barrels per day. And in very simplistic economic terms that I can follow, cutting the production of crude will then limit the supply of gasoline and drive up the price. Good for who or whom? Russia. Because we've been seeking to choke off the profit they make from the sale of crude. And what I think it shows is that OPEC plus care more about the price than making a statement and punishing Russia for the invasion of Ukraine. It's a thumb in the eye to the Biden administration as we are now less than five weeks from the midterm. And I have no doubt, I'm not naive, I have no doubt that a large part of the motivation was money. Uh, a $120 per barrel price in the spring fell to less than 90 in September. And by the way, if in fact the economy continues to take a downward turn, if we really are in the thick of a recession and the economy slows, demand for oil is going to lessen and then the price is going to drop and then maybe it doesn't work what they're trying to do in terms of lining their pockets. But in the poll question today, I'm asking something different. I'm asking if this also if this is also political and I don't mean necessarily political Russia, Ukraine, but domestic American politics, are they meddling in our midterm? Was this an effort to put a thumb on the scale in favor of Republicans with an eye toward Trump? I mean, who do you think the Saudis, who do you think the Russians would rather have in the White House, Trump or Biden? I mean, Trump, who was the beneficiary Of Putin meddling in 2016, Trump who made his first presidential foreign visit to where? 
Saudi Arabia, you remember that photograph? We're less than five weeks away from the midterms. There are a lot of issues in play. I've been saying that each side has something good to drive its vote for the D's. It's abortion. To a lesser extent, it's January 6th. I guess there's another hearing. The one that was postponed because of Hurricane Ian is going to take place next week. Maybe that's another factor. I mean, another bounce of the ball will be whatever comes out of that. Abortion and January 6th for the D's. For the R's, it's borders. It's crime. I've got a story today at Smirconish.com about brand new crime data that has just been released. Frankly, it's whatever you want it to be. Murders and rape down. Overall, violent crime up. So each side will get to point to something and say, oh, my God, look at that. But for Republicans to drive their vote, it's the borders, it's crime, and it's inflation. And in the inflation realm, nothing has more impact than gas prices. You know why? They hit everyone, even me driving an electric car. They hit everyone because that price just gets passed on to everything. And it means that it means that the groveling that Biden did last summer by going to MBS after having called him a pariah in the 2020 campaign because of his role in the execution of Khashoggi, it means that visit was a failure. I mean, the president had publicly blamed MBS for involvement in the death of Khashoggi, which happened in 2018 at the Saudi consulate in Istanbul. And he was right to blame him. Biden then goes to Saudi Arabia. He's there looking for more oil. You remember the fist bump meeting with MBS? We wondered whether there would be a photograph that would come out of it. Well, there was. It was a fist bump. Why was Biden there? Because gas prices were going crazy. Here in the U.S. And he wanted lower prices for Americans. And he also wanted to put Putin in a position of harm so that he couldn't easily fund the war in Ukraine. And now today we're seeing the outcome of this total lack of respect shown by the Saudis and, of course, Russia. That's anticipated to the United States, a thumb in the eye from MBS to Biden. And along the way, Russia gets a win, too, because. Theirs remains an economy based on energy, which revenue they desperately need because of the effort underway in Ukraine. In the coming months, more EU sanctions are expected to hit and hurt them financially. So Russia very much wanted this. The administration had claimed credit for declining gas prices during the course of the summer. You can't have it both ways. You can't say, well, we're the ones who lowered the price at the pump. Do you remember those stickers? I did this. What did they say, TC? I did this with Biden pointing. I, there were some local talks. Yes. I, I, I remember I, seeing them. I saw them, too. Yeah. I saw them, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, the administration was claiming credit for the decline of gas prices. I did that. Exactly. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. With like a grin. With, with a like sort of manic grin and a, a finger pointing to the price. If you're going to take credit for the decline in gas prices, you're going to get the blame And that's about to happen, it seems. I mean, yesterday, according to the L.A. Times, I'm not sure if I put this story in the newsletter or not, but yesterday, you know, things that happen in California tend to then happen across the country. The average price of gas in Los Angeles County hit a record high, 6.494 per gallon as per the L.A. Times. The Saudis know this. The Saudis know this. They they know the potency of this issue. And just to I, I went looking for with TC's able assistance, uh, some recent data just to see the relationship between 
the political environment and gas prices. And the best thing that I very quickly was able to see is a piece by Nate Cohn, who is the numbers cruncher at the New York Times, not to be confused with Nate Silver at 538 blog. I tend to cite each of their work. But this is from September 26, what, two weeks ago in the New York Times headline. Is it the gas prices stupid? And Nate Cohn says in the lead, Democratic fortunes have improved markedly over the last few months with the party overtaking Republicans on the generic congressional ballot in the aftermath of the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. But there's another simpler explanation for a Democratic turnaround, one that lines up nearly as well as abortion. Gas prices. The price of gas fell for 98 straight days beginning June 14, 10 days before the court's Dobbs decision on Roe. At the time, the average price of gas nationally was over $5 per gallon. Prices were at 367 by the end of the streak. While few would dispute that the Dobbs decision helped energize Democratic voters, it seems clear that falling gas prices has help, have helped as well. After all, voters say that the economy and inflation not abortion, are the most important issues facing the country. There's a long-standing relationship between economic performance and the president's standing. As James Carville once said, it's the economy stupid. Then he has a graph, wish I could hold this up and show it to you, a pair of graphs actually. One of the graphs tracks the prices, the price of gas in the United States uh, last spring through the end of summer. And, and you see that, you know, we were below 250. We get as high as $5 a gallon in July, and then it drops to under uh, four, closer to 350 by the beginning of fall. And then right beneath it is the president's approval or disapproval rating. I, if I were to lay these two on top of each other, they'd be almost indistinguishable. They would be almost indistinguishable. And Nate Cohn in the New York Times says, this chart started to speak to me a little bit more over the last few months. Not only did Mr. Biden's ratings fall in the early summer as gas prices surged, but his ratings also began to improve as gas prices dropped. His ratings have leveled out over the last couple of weeks, just as gas prices have started to bottom out. It would probably be a little too clever to go all in on it's the gas prices stupid and dispute the role of Dobbs or Mr. Biden's legislative success in explaining Democratic gains over the last few months. But on balance, the role of falling gas prices has probably been underappreciated. Well, that's when prices were low. Obviously, this was written before OPEC plus did what they did yesterday. But the reverse is going to be true. In the same way that Biden was rewarded in his approval rating for falling gas prices, if everything happens the way the experts, and I'm not one, expect will now unfold between now and the midterm, prices are going to go up and Democrats are going to pay the price. That is why I'm asking today, did OPEC plus cut oil production, hoping to politically harm Biden and the D's? I'm not saying it was their sole objective. I'm sure protecting their profit margin was of paramount concern. But I think this is their effort to to meddle in our midterms. This is their effort to put a thumb on the scale, help the Republicans taking back control of the House, maybe the Senate. I don't know. Good Karl Rove piece 
is posted at Smirconish.com today where he says it's probably going to be the same as it is or plus 1D or plus 1R. All eyes probably now, as Mark Halpern told us, on Nevada. But it'll set the stage for, you know, a Trump return. And who do you think? Who do you think MBS and Putin would rather have in the White House? It's just all, you know, the difference between this and what Russia did in 2016 is everything right now is in the light of day. Everything now is in the light of day. Cutting production, hoping to increase price. That's the only reason they would cut production is to increase price, make us pay at the pump, just as Americans are already voting. Already, I say, you know, less than five weeks. It's game on. People are voting in some places already. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. This is Troy in Atlanta, Georgia. Troy, greetings. You think it's narcissistic to think that this oil conversation is only about the United States. By all means, explain. Well, I think it's uh, we're being narcissistic and thinking that it's about all about the United States and even on a more granular level uh, about the Democratic Party. Historically, Democrats will not allow U.S. Uh, drilling in the U.S., which makes us more dependent on foreign oil, which makes the price go up, whereas Republicans are all about drill, baby, drill, giving us more supply and making us less dependent on foreign oil and driving prices uh, down. So it doesn't make sense. I think that's fair. I think that's fair the way you've said it. Now, would you go as far as to say, and Michael, you're wrong, the Saudis and Russia would actually rather have Biden than Trump? I don't I don't see what Biden is doing 
to um yeah yeah i think i think you're wrong i think it's a bigger picture thing okay uh yeah. I appreciate your I appreciate your argument. I'm I'm going to stand with it, although I'm I'm trying to be open minded here. I think they I think they view Trump as their guy who would give them whatever they want. I'm I'm not trying to make a case here that Biden's a tough guy, and that he's drawn such a line in the sand with with each. I'm just saying I think they view Trump as more of a kindred spirit, and if they could determine the outcome of the midterm, the thesis is this is not only in their best interest to line their pockets, Russia, Putin and MBS, the Saudis, but also they have an opportunity presented to them where they could potentially, in one fell swoop, cause an increase in gas prices just as Americans are getting ready to vote and cause embarrassment to the Democrats and boost the Republican efforts. That's that's my theory. Uh, help me with your name. You're in Chicago. Rael? Yes, Rael. How you doing, Michael? Hi, Rael. How are you? My favorite people in the world. I'm Thank doing you. great. So I think you're missing the, missing a very important point. Tell this me. opportunity to shift the conversation to climate change is an opportunity to um, Elon Musk is the real beneficiary because it's going to shift our um, trans transformation towards electric vehicles um, very quickly. And you know, I I really think that that's the the framing of the conversation as opposed to the negative of prices going up. In other words, you think that what this does is will will with an intended effect of boosting electric production because they don't want that, right? It is it, it's, it's an unintended effect. Unintended. So, yes, but we benefit from that as as we benefit and go towards um, our own independence. Um, they will lose in the long term, and I think we should be looking at the long term outcomes as opposed to short term price increases. How about impact on the midterm? Um, it may have an impact on the midterm, but it's 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 the uh, voices of the radio and media that will shape and frame the conversation. They framed it as, you know, actually saving the environment, you know, decreased barrels of oil that saves the environment. Correct. Look, so, this is my Rael. This is my thesis this week. I will be changing it next week because I have no idea all of a sudden what subject we're going to be talking about. Well, it's the nature of the beast. You, I, nature. I just appreciate that you bring it to um, to our, our um, forefront of our minds. So oh, thanks thank for that. So much for what you do. All right, all right. Go, ca- go cast a ballot at the all-new Smirconish.com website. Nice and easy. People are loving it. I appreciate that. The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.